Welcome back to another edition of the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Iman. And I'm Thomas Welch. <laughs> and we had a good one today. Um, sports are, I, I feel like we, we preface every episode with this, but sports are finally looking like they're coming back. Um, baseball finally reached an agreement, believe it or not. I didn't, didn't really see that one coming. Um, basketball is progressing nicely. Um, schedule information is being leaked. Obviously hockey's going, going the way it's going. So, uh, things are, things are on the upswing. So we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the, the various, uh, little pieces of news we've gotten in terms of the return to play. So it should be a fun episode. Uh, but before we get into anything, I want to remind everybody that today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to builtbar.com right now and use promo code locked on and you will get $10 off your first order. All right, Tommy. So news came out over the weekend that the MLB and MLB PA have agreed upon a deal, I believe, for 60 games um, to to play the regular season. Uh, Really didn't see this one coming. It it has been incredibly back and forth between the MLB and MLB PA over the last few weeks. Yeah, I think... I don't know, man. I'm just excited to get back into Bush Stadium and a little baseball heaven and summer sunshine and beer. Like, whenever that happens, hopefully that'll happen eventually. But I don't know, man. Even just watching sports on TV, because I'm sure, like, obviously fans probably won't be at the at the stadium. But I'm just I'm just daydreaming out here. But yeah, dude, just getting baseball back on TV and like I think we said it on the last episode, like it's a it's a time consuming sport, right? So and it's not really yeah. like you don't have to be an active watcher really. You can just have it on in the background <laughs> while you're cooking dinner or while you're like playing with your dogs, what have you, and you can kinda just like keep up to date Absolutely. uh with what's going on without actually I want to say like without actually watching, but like kind of, kind of like watching with one eye, maybe if that's the right. right terminology, but right. Uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. Go birds. Like when, like when you, like when you pull up the office on your, on your computer, but then you just scroll through your phone the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. That's, that's sort of what baseball season is going to be like, but yeah, um, I'm definitely excited. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of divisional play is what the schedule is looking like. I think it's going to be six games each still against like division rivals, which is crazy. Um, looking at this tweet from STL sports central, the Cardinals are going to play 36% of their games against the white Sox, tigers, Royals and pirates. So if you're in a division like that and you're a good team in a division with a couple bad teams, you're, you're going to be pretty lucky um, getting some matchups against those, uh, those poor teams. I'm pretty sure they have one of the weakest uh, strength of schedules too. So that bodes well for them in that aspect. But I think uh, they said there's going to be like six interleague games or something. Is that right? Something like that. Something like that. I feel like that's going to be weird in terms of like that could affect like playoff implications, you know? So I don't know. Just because the season's so small, like it, there's more of a weight on those games, I guess. It's, I don't know. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see how it all plays out. It's absolutely going to be like a, a sprint to the finish from, from game one. Like, yeah. especially with the way baseball works, just in terms of streaks and slumps, you can really totally see teams perform one way for like a month that is, has, is no indication of their overall 
um, regular season overall performance or their potential mm-hmm. postseason performance or just their overall quality as a team. Like we saw it with the Nationals, they weren't they didn't start out too hot and then rolled to the World Series over uh, over a really dominant and uh, aided Houston Astros team. Um, so it's going to be interesting, you know, what teams can get hot at the right time. What team's going to uh, get beaten the most? Can... Yankees or the Astros? That's going to be the Astros. To be the Astros. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to that. I feel like we all forgot about that. I feel like everybody was like, oh my God, the Astros are going to get literally hit in the head by every single pitch. Fuck the Astros. They're, they're public enemy number one. And then coronavirus became public enemy number one. And everyone was just like, okay, yeah, please just give me baseball. I don't want the Astros to get off scot-free just because everyone was distracted for a little bit. I, I want yeah. the, the proper punishment. Yeah, they yeah, lost. What? They lost like what? A draft pick? Yeah, Boo-hoo. something like that. Boo-hoo. None of the players were really affected. Boo-hoo. C- coming from a... Speaking as a Patriots fan who is very used to even the slightest of of controversies resulting in a four-game suspension and a loss of multiple draft picks, regardless of your opinion on that, the fact that this, the largest cheating scandal in maybe the history of the sport, um, results in the loss of one draft pick in the year in which that team won a World Series, come on! Come on. I have dealt with years of, of abuse as a Patriots fan because my team's on the cheating end of things. I want to laugh at the Astros now because they got caught. But no. That's fair. Although I do think the biggest scandal was probably steroids. But this is probably... But that's more widespread. That's That was more widespread. I don't really think... I wouldn't really say that that was like uh, after the fact, like somebody was like, oh, wait a minute. You know, that was just like, oh, yeah, everyone was doing it. And- Whatever, yeah. baseball um, baseball needed steroids to to regain the popularity after the '95 lockout. Anyways, I mean that that's true for sure. I right, agree with it, that. It, you without the home run trade, home run chase of '98, and without Barry Bonds hitting 400 home runs in a year, baseball would have died out. 400 home runs. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was like 70, 71. I do agree that it sucks. Um, It's a little unfair to like see your see your records be shattered by these big meatheads injecting themselves with, you know. But but at the same time, Roger Maris deserves better. I don't think that that's quite as malicious. You know, they weren't steroids weren't regulated at the time. It wasn't like what they didn't really they weren't really going against a specific rule to cheat. It was just this newly discovered thing that there was no regulations or restrictions on. So everybody was doing it. This is completely different. This is them saying like, hey, there's this rule that we are going to go to extreme lengths to break um, and give us a clear cut advantage over the rest of the league. A lot of pitchers have come out and said they would rather rather have faced batters who were on steroids versus batters who knew what pitch was coming. That's so. true. I did see that. So say what you will. But uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting seeing how that seeing how that works out. Um, I feel like people are still. I, I I bet MLB players are still pretty unhappy with them. I mean, if you watched like Trevor Bauer has like a YouTube channel and he does various like outdoor MLB activities, and at least once a video he'll have some sort of Astros joke in there. So <laughs> I don't think the players are too over it. I'm sure Jack Flaherty will be in one of them. 
Oh, Flaherty's been great this whole. Yeah, I love that. Th- these whole past few months, he's been. I hope he. On- I hope he gets uh, every dollar from Bill DeWitt's bank account. Because <laughs> that yeah. guy doesn't deserve any. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, he's been. I mean, he's been great. He's so his social media presence has been very entertaining, but also he's been one of the one of the biggest. Um, at least from what I've seen, one of the biggest advocates in terms of defending the MLB PA publicly, you know, just yeah. like the fans and stuff, because the narrative for so for so long that the owners were pushing were that was that the players were being stubborn and selfish and blah blah blah, and that blah. they didn't want to play. Yeah, right, so exactly. So like when, when like, you want to play, when my dad would sit down at the dinner table, the players are such idiots. Why don't they want to just play baseball? I'm like, great. The owners' narrative attempts are working. You know, yeah. people who don't really pay close attention to this stuff are going to think the players are a bunch of entitled assholes. But if you actually read into it a little bit you get the background. I think Flaherty was one of the guys that was kind of trying to push for that. Uh, make sure people knew what was up. Be like, Hey, yeah, no, we're not, uh, we're not just being uh, jerks about this. We're actually getting majorly screwed over, but whatever. I digress. Hopefully, you know, hopefully it's all behind everyone. Baseball's coming back. Astros going to get beamed. It'll be good. Can't wait. Yeah. And I hope, uh, <laughs> Oh my God, the Cardinals! I don't know how closely you follow the Cardinals, Josh, but the Cardinals have a prospect coming up called Dil- named Dylan Carlson. Of course, and I hope I hope they bring him up because like he's apparently a lot of scouts say he has like superstar potential. So if you bring him up in the in the setting of like a shortened season, I feel like that would be the perfect kind of like I don't want to say like a training camp, but almost like a. Kind of. It's like a trial run for him, you know? Yeah. It's not a full workload of an MLB season. It's just 60 games. Yeah, it could but be. I feel like that would be, that would be a good chance for him, and I think it makes sense. Right. And now looking back the, on it. Yeah, who knows if the roster is going to be expanded, too. Yeah, and now looking back on it, like, obviously, like, Yadier Molina saying, like, uh, he wants to, like, keep playing after the season, and he'd be open to, like... <laughs> signing to a team besides the Cardinals that Cardinals didn't want to sign him. Like it makes sense now, like his comments, you know, even though a lot of people were upset about that, mm-hmm. which I don't really know why, because right. I'm sure the Cardinals want him to be a Cardinal for the remainder of his career. Right. But like, he's used to like essentially almost three times the workload, right. Playing catcher, which is arguably one of like the most jarring positions on the field because he's crouched down for nine innings at a time. Yeah. And he's only playing 60 this game. So it's like a third of his usual workload. So I feel like he'll be fine in that regard. So just, I don't know. It's just going to be, it's going to be interesting to watch. I mean, like you cause you could either say like Yadier Molina is going to be like play the same that he normally does and just kind of like have more left in the tank and then he can play more or he can like go three times as hard essentially like players can play harder because they're not like does that make sense yeah that's true that's sort of another another uh layer of it is that these it's guys not really as, as much of a marathon like right, you, you don't have saying, to be you don't have to be as conservative um, so that's gonna be sick. But hey, Tommy, if, if if you're going through a workout and you need some some energy, some uh, some uh, some reinforcement, you know, you need to eat something to get you back into the back of the workout mood. You know, you know what I'd recommend, Tommy? Uh, a protein bar with a third of the calories. Ooh, a good tasting built bar. <laughs> built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. They're tasty. It's a protein bar. 
but it tastes like a candy bar. You got 16 amazing flavors, eight chocolate with nuts, eight chocolate without nuts, but all bars are 100% covered in chocolate, delicious, tasty chocolate. They're soft, they're easy to chew. And like Tommy said, they're healthy. They're great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat. They are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. The peanut butter brownie flavor, which is one of my favorites, 20 grams of protein, only 170 calories, three grams of sugar, three grams of net carbs. Rotobelt.com and use promo code locked on, and you'll get $10 off your first order. That's promo code locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com. And we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, we are back. And before we resume uh, the sports content, I just want to remind everyone once again that the lock- we here at the Lockdown Podcast Network stand against racial racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. In the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. All sorts of uh, different avenues for you guys to donate if you're interested. So please definitely go check that out. All right, Sami. So baseball, we know. We got we covered. Coming back. Let's talk about the real meat and potatoes. Hockey. It's get, it's It's getting real. It's getting we got, we got skates on the ice. Skates on the ice. The blues Boots posted. The a, oh my god! The blues. The blues posted a little a little slideshow of Vladimir Tarasenko, uh, out there skating with his big big goofy grin on his face. Pissers. Oh my god, Tommy! You know how long it's been since we've seen Vladimir Tarasenko on on skates on the ice? It's been what since like when did he get hurt? Like October. Yeah, I think so. It's it's been like eight months since we've seen Vladimir Tarasenko go on ice, and, and the Blues just casually dropped that one on like a it was like a, it was like a Monday afternoon. They're just like, hey, hey, check this out. Look, 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 look what There's we got. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, well, excuse me, you you, 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 you like scroll scroll back up so fast. You're not going to put a not safe for work tag on that. You're just going to put that right in the middle of my Twitter timeline and for whoever to see. My goodness. I got to block my screen from my coworkers. I'm like, oh, hold on, guys. I just need a quick bathroom break. I found a oh boy. But yeah, so uh, Tarasenko back on the ice, back skating. Um, lots of uh, lots of commentary about him over the weekend. Um, I know Armstrong basically came out and said, like, yeah, he's, you know, this uh, this extra extra time has done wonders for his shoulder. Um, he's he's 110 percent feeling better than ever. Um, I think I don't know if it was Armstrong or a reporter or whatever, but basically said like he's the strongest he's ever been. Um, that in that shoulder. Yeah, he said better than when he came to camp. Right. Yeah, and Tarasenko was in better shape than he came to camp. And yeah. which if if you think about it, it makes sense because you know probably nursing a shoulder injury um yeah, not sure when you're getting surgery on it um i think i think the belief was like it, it was a little bothering him a little bit but you know really until there was a big need for surgery they were going to put it off which is why he kind of started the regular season and then went yeah no not working um so he was probably nursing a sol- shoulder injury also probably nursing about 15 Bud Lights a day from the celebration. So 
makes a lot of sense. Um, I know another comment that came out, we can talk about this, was that basically, uh, I would have been O'Reilly or Petrangelo basically said, uh, we've had a much longer, much more efficient time to train than the entire offseason just because of the cup. So, mm. Blue seems to be dangerous. What do you think, Tommy? I'm excited, man. And I know uh, just from watching their streams, Robert Thomas has been working out. That's why he hasn't been streaming as much. Uh like he's been doing workouts like every day from what I understand. Vince Dunn's had like a strict schedule as well with, he starts the day I think with skating and then workout and then recovery. And so, and I think he's posted on his Instagram story a couple of times too. Like I'm just skating up with the blues bag and actually on his last stream, uh, he like towards the end of it, he said he had to take a business call and said it was with his agent. So take that with a grain of salt, whatever you want to infer from that information. but. That sounds promising as well. So, ducks are in a row, folks. Shit's going down. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're we're getting back into the swing things. It's definitely it's got to be a little weird for these guys. Like 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 you said, Tommy. Like these guys are talking about the business calls that they're taking and stuff. Like way more of an inside scoop than we would have gotten had these guys not been streaming on Twitch the past few months out of boredom, which I think is pretty funny watching like, you know, like we, we talked about this a while ago, how we're getting much more of an insight into these guys' lives than we ever would before. Watching that sort of transition back into hockey mode is, is a little interesting. And like you just said, it's, it's, it's not going to be without its little hiccups. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm very excited to, to finally watch sports again. Hockey, yeah, basketball. And it is cool. It baseball. is cool watching the stream. It is cool watching the streams too, especially well Robert Thomas too. But like Vince Dunn is like the same age as me, so it's like I, I don't know. There's like a lot of similarities between like his sense of humor and mine, and like the music we listen oh, yeah. to. So it's like it's almost like you're just kind of like. So you guys are getting pretty serious. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing like that. It's just like uh-huh. I don't know. On like uh-huh. on the ice, they, they kind of have like this like i don't know persona i guess around them that like there's like a barricade between like the fan and the player almost that's hard to like tear down but on stream it's like he doesn't have to like he's hold himself in a professional manner because yeah exactly that's what i was trying to get at he's not like professional he's not at work he's just having a good time playing some Fortnite with the guys and he, it feels more like yeah exactly like what you said like one of the boys like i'm just watching one of my buddies like stream there you go. Yeah. I'm not saying Vince Dunn is my buddy by any means. I'm just saying it like it feels more casual, I guess. Yeah, so it's getting pretty serious. Um Yeah, no, it's it's definitely good. Like like you said, we get an insight on these guys' lives a lot more. Like same thing with baseball, like the Jack Flaherty on Twitter and Instagram interacting with the fans a whole lot more. It's it's given a good opportunity for all athletes of all kinds to just get back and get more involved with their community uh, and their fans and, 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 you know, give the fans a new appreciation for these athletes, but maybe even give these athletes a new appreciation for their fans. Who knows? You know, it, it's, it's such a unique um, time that we're in right now. Oh well, yeah. And a unique platform uh, <laughs> in today's, well, no, in today's, in today's uh, society, you know, we not to get too, too deep in meta, but we definitely live in a, in a culture that very much puts celebrities on a pedestal um, and, and almost views them as like these mythical creatures who, who can do no wrong and are here to provide us entertainment. 
And then something like this happens. And then a bunch of celebrities make a, a video singing Imagine by John Lennon. And we're like, huh, maybe these guys aren't all that smart. Um, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> maybe, maybe these guys are a little bit more out of touch than we realized. Um, no, but it's it, it, it's definitely been like a, a big wake up call for that, and I, I'm honestly very impressed with that the response that we've seen with athletes, um, especially blues players. They've been very very involved with the community, uh, with the fans, with the live streams, all that sort of thing. It's been great. Um, there are some uh, some athletes who haven't handled this too well. Uh, one 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 in particular that Tommy and I will get will get into um after a short break but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, do one more quick ad break and then we will uh wrap up with the end of today's episode but before we do i gotta tell you guys about our friends over at rockauto.com uh one reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like mortgage or food so why would you choose to spend 30 percent, 50 percent, or even 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership um, for example, some car some car parts will charge you as much as $350 at a big chain store. The same part, $215 at rockauto.com. Um, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They're a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years they have something uh, to offer from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks to re- deliver directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts you will ever need rockauto.com all right tommy so there's this uh there's this famous tennis player his name is novak Djokovic. you've heard of him i have heard of him one of the one of the one of the best tennis players in the world over the past decade um well respected up until recently uh recently among this whole this whole pandemic crisis whatever you want to call it uh he's had his various um incidents in the news first things first he came out as an anti i don't know if he came out as an anti-vaxxer but he staunchly defended his anti-vax beliefs um said that if the tennis you know professional tennis ever required a coronavirus vaccine to be taken he would refuse um so there was that um, and then he was seen in many clips like out partying and celebrating, et cetera, et cetera, during this whole thing. And then recently he hosted a tennis tournament in Serbia um, f- filled with the capacity crowds, no masks, uh, you know, various celebrities, athletes were there. Just just irresponsible behavior all around. And then a couple of days ago, it turns out that him and his wife tested positive for coronavirus. Um yeah, I mean, it didn't look fun either. It didn't like look very fun. Boring party of all time. Like you yeah, would like, think, like if you're gonna have a party during COVID, not that you should, by the way, because don't be an idiot. But yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Not by any means suggesting that. But if if you're going to be an idiot, you might as well go full throttle, right? 
and have an absolute banger. But this dude's just a first. You like you just can't act right because you're supposed to be in quarantine, and then you can't party right. Like you're over two, bud. Take a seat. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <sighs> Like we said, it, it, uh, we talked about the positives of this giving athletes more of a platform to interact with their fans, et cetera, et cetera, throughout those all things. That has positives and negatives. There's two ends of the spectrum. One end is seeing that these guys are actually good people. You get along with them well, et cetera, et cetera. The other end of the spectrum is that this athlete that who very much kept to himself and just did what about his business and play tennis is actually a friggin' idiot. <laughs> Um, no, really, nobody really realized that before. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's a bit of a bit of a funny headline. Obviously, you know, not wishing illness upon anyone, but it, you know, it, uh, to see his behavior recently and just shaking my head and like you know, face palm and just reactions to the the way he's carried himself um, in the spotlight recently. Seeing this happen is like, a, of, of course, you know, a, of course, like I the. The epitome of people ignoring the the recommendations and, and using their platform to promote dangerous beliefs and then having it completely backfire and blow up in his face. And now he's all apologetic and et cetera, whatever. And, and what's wild to me too is like the WHO just like comes out and like says everything that like people need to do. And then like people are just like, oh, like – there's like these scientists that have studied sickness for however, like 10 plus, 20 plus, 30 plus years. And yeah, they said to do life. this, but I think I know better than them. So I'm just going to do my own thing with my, like, whatever degree you have in like communication or whatever. And they studied sickness their whole lives, but yeah, go off King. Right. Yeah. I'm all for like healthy, uh, skepticism and, you know, don't take everything you see at face value. Like I get that. I respect that, but like don't trust the experts there, yeah, there comes a point where you got to <laughs> yeah, just, come on. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. This is a this is a debate that we don't need to get into right now, um, or or ever, or ever. I just get too mad. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's all we got for today. Uh, moral of the story is don't don't host tennis tournaments and throw giant parties and not believe in vaccines during a global pandemic. That that's the moral of the story. Um, you know, hopefully, everyone else involved. Uh, stay safe stays healthy uh, and isn't affected by Novak Djokovic's ignorance and arrogance but whatever I digress can't really get too involved in that or else I'll just get mad um, but yeah I think that's all I got for today Tommy you got anything else to add uh, not really thank you guys so much for tuning in follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Blues yes sir uh, you can follow me at 12 or 15 you can follow Josh at Josh Hyman NHL right mm-hmm. correct <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Uh, so definitely check us out there. Check out Lockdown NHL. They got a great show over there. Cover the league-wide news. Uh, get you know your full in-depth coverage from them. That being said, like Tommy said, thank you guys so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Blues. And as always, let's go Blues.